Imagine building a more successful hypnosis business just in the next 10 days. To learn how, please visit worksmarthypnosis.com and take the 10-day hypnosis business challenge. Yours free today. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. So good to have you back here for session number 16. Here we go with our very first double interview, uh, both of whom from Australia. This great program is here with Joan Goulding as well as Gary Johnston. Uh, I've met Joan before, actually uh, at the Hypnobirthing Conclave last year. I'll see her again uh, later this week out in Las Vegas for that uh, Hypnobirthing Conclave once again. And I first met Joan uh, at that event, and that's when I first began to become familiar with Sleep Talk. Sleep Talk is very interesting. If you've read Dave Ellman's Hypnotherapy, the chapter on hypnosleep, it's not quite that, but it's pretty close in terms of the theme and the concept, and even some things you might have heard Jerry Kine teach at other points as well. But the direction that Joan has taken this is just phenomenal. Just a two-minute process that parents can do with their children. It's really easy to learn. It takes them into a daily routine, a daily ritual of building self-esteem and building behaviors. And it's a program that um, I've personally made use of in forms and also had many great success stories that I've heard as well. Um, also joining us on this program is Gary Johnston. Uh, Gary's also both of them out of Australia and um, just really fabulous information that kind of takes everything you know about personal change and adds in one more very, very important element. As you're going to hear Gary talking about specifically the program that he mostly teaches, uh, all about psychonutrition, all about how the foods we eat are affecting everything that we're thinking, feeling, responding on that biological, chemical level as well. So just fascinating information. Um, specifically, you'll hear the moment in this conversation about if we were to fold these two programs in, it would make a massive, massive dent in terms of the world of uh, building up children. You know, I today was an interesting day in the office. Uh, I had five appointments in the office today. And the last one, I kind of got to smile at and say, congratulations, you're the only adult I've seen today. Uh, seeing mostly kids, I mean teenagers, range, actually, well, one was 11. From 11 years old up to 17 was my schedule today for various fears, for uh, one for anger issues, one for uh, some test-taking uh, test problems as well. And you look at those issues, you look at what's often going on, and the statement could easily have been made. Now, this is all theory at this point, but to say that if the right information had been presented before, you know, rather than working in this reactionary mindset, what if the issues had been properly prevented? What if, you know, I describe hypnosis, the best way to paraphrase it, is it's a process of building up what it's time to build up and letting go of what it's time to let go of. Yet what if before there's stuff to let go of, you can do all the building up phase? And that's specifically the value of sleep talk. And as well as the good information being fed into the mind, the good information being fed into the body 
as well. So you're going to hear all about that in this conversation here with Joan Goulding and Gary Johnston here on session number 16. Go ahead over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash 16. I'm going to put the links to both of their programs and the different classes right there on the site. Here we go. Session number 16, Gary Johnston and Joan Goulding. It's a very specific program that each of you have, but what's fascinating to me is the combination of it. Um, So Joan, let me start with you. Share us an overview of Sleep Talk and what the process becomes. Certainly, Jason. Um, I think basically the easiest way to explain it is that it's about empowering parents to work with their own children. And um, it's about teaching the parents to work with their little ones while they sleep. That's when they don't answer back, which is always a plus. I have a three-year-old at home. I'm appreciating that already. I'm talking about. That's fantastic. Um, Taking about two minutes of of the parents' time on a consistency basis. It enables the little one, aged from about 18 months up to about 12 to 14 years, to awaken in the morning with a more positive mindset. So in other words, the parents are, it's enabling the parents to change the default programming of I'm not okay, I'm anxious, I'm fearful, I'm missing out, whatever the issue is, to a more positive mindset. And I think one of the strengths is that it also helps to educate the parents with regard to their language. Because so many times um, children are, um, parents give their, ask their child to go and see a, a professional. The professional works wonders with this little one. They then go back into the home environment that in many cases has been a contributing factor to the issue. So in this particular case, you are working with both. But the strengths when you're learning as a professional sleep talk consultant, because it's not a therapy, it's a process, the, um, there's three levels to the training. And the third level introduces the concept that psychonutrition could be a contributing factor. And, of course, that's where Gary comes in. Although I'm reasonably knowledgeable in psychonutrition, but don't ask me any technical questions. I'll hand it over to the master. And, and I'd, share, I'd share the quick anecdote that kind of on my own working with clients, working with parents who are bringing in their kids, it was that tactic of I could give them action steps, I could give them something to do, but instead to rephrase whatever the issue was as the past to begin to shift the words that they're actually using around the child, which is going to begin to shift that dynamic as well. Yeah. That's wonderful. I love yeah. that. Well, I call it happiness insurance. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> of course, the challenge is as we get the kids to be more happy and productive than the future scope of hypnotists are not in business, but that's okay. Well, <laughs> that, that would be a fantastic goal, that's wouldn't it? That's a good it? problem to have. That's a good problem to yeah. have. I think it's going to take a long time because we're dealing with one child at a time, but around the world, we've got quite a collection now. Yeah. Mm. And Gary, would you mind giving us a brief overview of the psychonutrition elements of your work? Um, well, I, I, have, I work in two different areas. Certainly, the psychonutrition is essential, um, and the, the work that I do comes out of a long history of specializing in anxiety disorders and trauma. 
And depending on the level of uh, anxiety disorder, the, the, the amount of anxiety involved, the degree of, of nutritional element in that is also increasing. So on the continuous scale, you can get all the way from generalised anxiety disorder all the way to the schizophrenia at the extreme ends, and the biochemical influence in there increases all the way through. So very, very important for any psychotherapist. Uh, and I'm not just talking about um, psychotherapy, but psychology and, and psychiatrists as well should really know the uh, psychonutritional basis of emotional disorders. So that's uh, one area that I specialise in. And it, it's certainly important in terms of the sleep talk component as well, because what we're finding now is with the diet, especially here in America, uh, the diet that children are on is causing severe problems in from in themselves, let alone everything else that's going on. So very important all the way through from the sleep talk component all the way through to what I call Neurocom, which is the the adult version of uh, sleep talk, I guess, a non-hypnotic program, which again is bad news for the hypnotist. You don't actually need to produce a hypnotic trance to produce very dramatic change in the emotional memory. So that's the other part of what I do. And uh, it's become a, a more than a viable proposition in dealing with all anxiety disorders and behavioral disorders. Which is an interesting perspective, what I'm hearing. Very often a client would call us as the hypnotist and the conversation begins with, here are the things I don't want to be feeling, here are the things I don't want to be doing. Yet at the same time, to get a more holistic approach to the process, of having this knowledge as a part of it, that perhaps, again, even these are the foods we should be eating, these are the ways we should be reacting. There was feedback from someone who I know who recently went through this program with the two of you, and her feedback was, the sleep talk was wonderful. She was pregnant. She goes, this is wonderful. This is for my baby, and I'm already noticing some interesting changes. But when it transitioned to the psychonutrition side, it was, oh, good, that's exactly what I needed. So, so I asked the question of, while this program definitely has hypnotic elements, I love the fact that it's also something that stands on its own. How would you say, though, for the hypnotist listening to this program, this was something that would adjunct and benefit the programs they're already offering in their offices? I think there's, there's many areas. One of the main things from a marketing perspective, perhaps, is that hypnotherapists might have some, certainly they do in Australia, might have some issues actually going in and talking to primary schools and mothers' clubs and different groups that would benefit from the sleep talk process. Sorry, they, they would go into, the, into these groups not with hypnosis because hypnosis still has that sort of rejection uh, element to it. Whereas well, we're, we're a culture where the rejection is falling away, but when we find ourselves talking with a larger institution, it's then it's the whole cover-yourself game, and Absolutely. it's so much easier with something like this. Absolutely. So you can go in with these elements, um, the sleep talk process, the golding process, oh, how does that work? And that opens up the, the awareness, and it, op it reduces the defense mechanisms, and they start talking about it. And they also can look at the nutritional aspect. They're non-threatening areas that the academic world um, is, is not quite so paranoid about. So it, from that perspective, it's great. Um, most hypnotherapists uh, work with clients who have family issues, 
And yes, they might not work with the children, but the children are part and parcel of that family issue. It's the same with Gary with psychonutrition. Yeah, the, in, in terms of the way hypnotherapists work, it's essential to understand that just about every client that walks in the door is coming from an anxiety perspective. It doesn't matter what it's for, it's basically anxiety. And the, the nutritional component of that anxiety can be anywhere from about 50% of the problem to 90% of the problem, depending on the scale of the problem. So it is essential to know that. And one of the problems with poor nutrition from a psychonutritional perspective is that the perceptions change as you get more and more biochemical imbalance. So uh, when you're dealing with somebody, it's essential to know exactly what they're feeling and seeing and experiencing the world in. And that can be totally different to the hypnotherapist's experience. So without that knowledge and understanding and without clearing out that biochemical background, it's almost impossible to produce a sustainable result with any kind of psychotherapy. Yeah. So again, that more holistic approach to the process, let's address it from all angles. Let's have the ecosystem of the body also support the change that's being produced by the language, by the techniques, by everything else we're doing. Exactly, Jason. Exactly. I think the one thing that concerns me the most for hypnotherapists, clinical hypnotherapists, is um, perhaps, how can I say this, the lack of awareness that psychonutrition has a contributing factor to the client's presenting issues. And I think that's, that's, that's a little bit sad because the information on psychonutrition is so profound and is so necessary for every single person walking this planet that if as a professional clinical hypnotherapist you have not been exposed to that basic concept as a contributing factor, then I think that's, that's a shame. Well, it's similar to the metaphor of you're working with someone for weight loss and we're just giving kind of base level suggestions of eat less, move more, feel better. Yet but if what's it's... the underlying issue? Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you just deal with the presenting effect that the client walks into the room with, then I think that that's a, that's a shame because if you take away that issue and if you assist that person to, to gain slimness, as I always call it, I don't like losing anything, um, gaining slimness, then maybe the subconscious mind will put in place something else to replace what's been taken away. But to combine it all together, let's address that feeling that's there prior to overindulging, overeating. Yet the other metaphor is we wouldn't buy the nicest car possible and put the cheapest gas in there. If we want everything to run properly. Yeah. Well, the whole nervous system works on biochemistry. So every emotional component of anything that presents comes from a biochemical background. If you don't get it right, the car's not going to run. So it may be, hoping it's not a challenge question, uh, but I'd love to get one piece of advice, just a little hint of the program from both of you. What's something that, Jones, someone could start to fold in either working with clients or let's give an easy example here of you're the hypnotist and you have this client coming in and it's a child and the parents are asking what's a simple thing they could begin to do to support the change? Just kind of a hint of the program. What's something that those parents can walk away with in terms of that knowledge? Basically sum up everything you do in a sentence or two. Okay. It's about educating the parents with regard to language, about suggestion, and supporting them 
with the knowledge that they can change, that they can change, they can become empowered, they can take away with them an empowerment of a knowledge that they can make the change and help their little one change. Taking two minutes a night, it's even not the time that that a commercial is on at the television. So all they've got to do is just spend two minutes a night. It's like um, a routine, like brushing the teeth. And it's about accessing that deep sense of I'm okay for their little one. And it lasts for life. Plant the seeds in the right direction. Exactly. And Gary, what would you say would be a takeaway that's something the hypnotist can begin to make use of with some of the knowledge that you share? Well, I would suggest that anybody in therapy needs to go away and start Googling psychonutrition um, and understand exactly what people are putting in their mouths, especially the sugars, the grains and the dairy, because they're all very dangerous to the human system. And that has become the staple of our diet. So anyone that is working in any mental health area needs to go away and Google it and have a really good understanding of, of that component of their practice. Excellent. Well, both. thank you both so much. Our absolute pleasure, Jason. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast at worksmarthypnosis.com. Please visit the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast listing on iTunes and share your positive feedback.